Warning, the following message may be offensive to some audiences. These audiences may include, but are not limited to, professing Christians who never read their Bible, sissies, sodomites, men with man buns, those who approve of men with man buns, man bun enablers, white knights for men with man buns, homemakers who have finished Netflix but don't know how to meal plan, and people who refer to their pets as fur babies. Viewer discretion is advised. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. The message of Christianity is that salvation is found in Christ alone, and any who reject Christ therefore forfeit any hope of salvation, any hope of heaven. The issue is that humanity is in sin and the wrath of Almighty God is hanging over our heads. They will hear his words, they will not act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment, when the fires of wrath come, they will be consumed and they will perish. God wrapped himself in flesh, condescended, and became a man, died on the cross for sin, was resurrected on the third day, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he sits now to make intercession for us. Jesus is saying there is a group of people who will hear his words, they will act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment come in that final day, their house will stand. Welcome to Bible Bashed, where we aim to equip the saints for the works of ministry by answering the questions you're not allowed to ask. Listen and enjoy this midweek installment of Answering a Fool, as Pastor Tim answers a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. In these shorter episodes, Pastor Tim answers objections from internet trolls in an effort to help them go home and rethink their lives. Troll hunting is hard work, but hey, someone's got to do it. Now, without further ado... Here's Pastor Tim. On this episode of Answering a Fool, we'll be answering the question, isn't all concern about cancellation contrary to the teaching of Christ and probably materialistic? Uh, now, this is a question that's coming to us from an internet troll in response to our recent episode on how do I become cancel-proof. And the internet uh, troll responded to our Facebook page essentially with uh, this uh, message. Uh, so the internet troll said, that's what Jesus always said. How do I avoid getting canceled? Jesus always said that financial success is crucial for getting into heaven something about a camel riding in question mark uh, now when you think about a trolling comment along these lines this is obviously an example of a straw man so uh, you know when you're an individual engaging in this kind of argumentation what you do is you put your uh, opponent's position in the worst possible light you misrepresent them you jump to conclusions and then you uh, attack uh, a position that functionally no one is arguing for and it's not common for internet controls to actually uh, listen to the material that they're criticizing they just jump to remarkable conclusions at times uh, from simple titles that are present in uh, uh, the things that they're reading uh, so so, you know, as you think about this subject of being cancel-proof, one of the questions you might want to ask is, did Jesus teach his followers anything about how to deal with cancellation? And so it seems to me, as you read through the New Testament, and it's something that this troll might want to do a little bit more than what he uh, seems to have done at this point, is that Jesus is constantly warning his followers about what to do in the case of persecution. Uh, so not only does Jesus tell his followers that uh, persecution is a mathematical certainty for those who are going to be faithful, he I mean, he tells his followers at numerous points that uh, servants not above his master. If they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. And Paul will tell us that all those who desire to live righteously in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. And because Jesus warned against this nonstop, uh, at first his followers didn't experience immediately 
they they didn't immediately experience persecution, but immediately once they started to experience persecution, uh, they were they rejoiced and they were exceedingly glad because they understood that that meant that they were uh, they had some sort of mark of legitimacy that they are indeed followers of Christ. Now, if you want to take anything good about this comment. One of the things that you might want to take is the notion that uh, Christians obviously shouldn't be so concerned about cancellation uh, to the point to where uh, they sacrifice faithfulness in some sort of um, obsessive uh, priority to avoid cancellation at all cost. In fact, this is what our soft evangelical leaders are essentially doing. Our soft evangelical leaders are so fixated on not being canceled, uh, they might not be giving us much instruction on how to avoid being canceled, uh, but they are so fixated on this idea of uh, on trying to prevent cancellation uh, that they are essentially just giving in to all the demands of the left and giving in to all the demands of the pagan and trying to modify the message so that it's going to be palatable to the uh, hearing of those who functionally hate us in some misguided hope that they're going to be the last ones thrown to the lions. Uh, so certainly there is uh, the reality that many individuals can be obsessively focused on avoiding a cancellation at all cost. However, uh, just because uh, there is the reality that some people can be excessively focused on cancellation at all cost, on, on avoiding all kind of persecution, that doesn't mean that uh, taking any thought to uh, arranging your affairs in such a way as to mitigate the effects of persecution in your life is somehow inherently or intrinsically problematic. In fact, uh, Jesus tells his followers that if they persecute you in one town, flee to the next. Uh, Jesus would tell us, uh, you, you know, tells, he tells his followers at certain points to be uh, to uh, go buy a sword. Uh, so just because they're not to live by the sword. Uh, in order that they might not die by the sword, that doesn't mean he doesn't instruct them to take reasonable precautions in order to uh, stop evildoers from, uh, you know, t taking away your lives and property. I mean, Jesus uh, has been known to send angels in order to uh, help his followers escape from prison, and so there's no value, biblically speaking, in just. Um, letting the pagans do anything that they wish to do to you and taking no precautions whatsoever uh, in order to keep them from uh, uh, you know, taking away your assets unnecessarily or uh, harming you or your family unnecessarily. So the Bible doesn't advocate some sort of pacifistic uh, position or some sort of pacifism that uh, you might describe as a squishy, uh, I think D.I. Carson describes it as a squishy kind of pacifism where essentially you just uh, embrace a pacifism out of cowardice or something along those lines. Uh, so uh, Jesus, Jesus does instruct his followers uh, to live uh, courageously in the world. And there's plenty of examples, in, even in the Old Testament, of individuals who are, uh, you know, Nehemiah, uh, who are building walls for the Lord and the enemies of God come. And, and the Bible doesn't just tell uh, the Israelites just to roll over and just give, uh, give, um, uh, give Jerusalem over to the hands of the pagans and just surrender in a total way. And so, uh, you know, if you're going to come to this kind of position, which basically says that uh, any concern to avoid cancellation at all is fundamentally materialistic and contrary to the teaching of Christ, I would just tell you, you might want to read the Bible a little bit more, and you might want to read through the Old Testament a little bit more, and you might want to read through the New Testament a little bit more, and you'll realize that the saints of all ages have been those who have subdued kingdoms and, and uh, 
you know, uh, fought battles. And so there is a place in the Christian life for fighting battles that isn't fundamentally viewed by some kind of uh, materialism. And this is, uh, you know, unfortunately, the, uh, the accusation that the left makes against the right at various points, that any concern that uh, the right might have uh, to hold on to the assets of God and not just be plundered by the pagans is fundamentally selfish and materialistic. And this really does well to, uh, you know, if you have a greedy person who wants to take all your stuff, it really is kind of a neat trick to look at them and say, hey, you don't want me to take all your stuff and plunder you because you're greedy. Uh, but then turn around at that point is foul play or fair play. Uh, so when you think about this kind of question, um, and you think about this kind of observation that this troll is making, we would encourage our trolls just to do a better job of reading the Bible and thinking through what the Bible says at a variety of points. And it is quite possible to be an individual who uh, puts some thought into trying to avoid cancellation and not just being needlessly plundered and not just putting himself or his family who he has a responsibility to protect in unnecessary uh, danger. While at the same time, it's, it's, uh, it is quite possible to be the kind of person who, when persecution comes, is willing to face it courageously uh, when you're backed in the corner and you have nowhere else to go. Uh, you choose to uh, live as Christ and not to deny him and, uh, and to honor him with your life. And so it is quite possible to be an individual who has courage and, and, and also the kind of person who reads through the Proverbs, takes necessary cautions when he sees uh, danger coming, and then uh, puts some thought into not giving uh, your enemies um, just uh, the ability to destroy your life and destroy your livelihood uh, without any kind of thought or plan on to how to how to deal with the fallout. This has been another installment of Answering a Fool with Bible Bashed. As always, if you would like to be included in one of our Answering a Fool episodes, feel free to respond to us on our Facebook, Twitter, or Gab posts with a disrespectful, sarcastic, often off-topic comment that shows you did not thoughtfully engage with anything we have actually said, and we will do our best to include an answer to your trolling comment. Keep in mind, the days are short, and trolls are in abundant supply, but we will do our best. <laughs>